millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Hero or Zero here on the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking one comic book character as we do every single week. We talk their good points and their bad points so we generally just give you a bit of a rundown of everything to do with that character. Now, as has been the case recently, I am not joined by my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. He will make his grand return next week. Uh, He is still in Japan. The fucker won't come home. But that means we are doing another DC character. Because if this is your first episode, normally there's two of us. Um, Normally it's a lot dumber. Um, And um, Sean does Marvel characters, I do DC characters. And so for the last few weeks, I've been given free raid. I've been allowed to just talk about characters that I like. And we're going to do no different this week because we are going to be talking about, I think, a very underrated character. One of like, I think one of the weirdly most heroic characters without like trying to be heroic. And that is... Booster Gold, that is who we're going to be talking about this week. Um, If you don't know anything about Booster Gold, that's probably on course because he's the greatest superhero you've never heard of. And if you do know who Booster Gold is, then excellent because, I mean, you know exactly where this is going to go and what we're going to cover here. Um, I hope people like the report. Uh, I hope people liked the last few weeks of reports. I've done Bane uh, as well. So if you if you missed out on that one, I also did Mister Freeze last week. So very Gotham centric. Um, if you could give us all a like and follow whatever podcast platform that you're listening to us this on, it would really help us out. I'm by myself, so technically it's basically charity at this point. You feel sorry for me. Um, we are we're looking for five for looking for one hundred five star reviews on Spotify before Christmas. So we're gaining. We're slowly gaining. I think we only need another like twenty. Uh, 25 so if you can get on Spotify now give us a 5 star review it would just look really cool 
I don't really know understand the algorithms, but Sean, he's much smarter, and he says it makes a difference. But let's not talk about that stuff. We're going to get into um, a character that, once again, you may not have heard of, Booster Gold. Um, I think this character is going to hopefully become one of your, like, maybe secretly favourite characters after this report, once you know a bit more about him. Um, but Michael John Booster Carter was created by Dan Jurgens, who also created uh, Doomsday and came up with the idea of killing Superman in the 90s, if, if you would believe. But uh, So Dan Jurgens created Booster Gold in February 1986. It was his like first appearance in uh, New Earth. Now, he appeared before that, but this I'm going to do his New Earth version just because... I think it's a lot more fun. He's boost in Booster Gold number one. He's created, and we we understand all of his origins. So we're going to just start from the very beginning. So Michael Carter and his sister Michelle Carter were born as twins to a loving mother and an irresponsible father in Gotham City. We're going back to Gotham, but trust me, we get out of there quickly. Uh, but unfortunately, they were in the twenty fifth century. So that is one of the big things about Booster Gold is that he is from the future. Um, and not like in a cool way, but like he's just born hundreds of years after us. And he just grows up there like normal. On their fourth birthday, their father left the household to pursue his true love. You might take another one, but no, no, no. Gambling. The man is obsessed with Texas Hold'em. He's fucking, oh, he's mad for it, lad. Mad for it. Uh, but he's he goes off and he's like, I no longer want to talk to you. I want to cuddle some fucking poker cards into bed at night and read them bedtime stories. I don't even like you. And he's looking directly at Michael. Um, so he leaves a huge gambling debt behind for the struggling family as well. Michael becomes a football player in college and he gets the nickname Booster, hoping that he would make it into the big leagues. Um, and at the same time, his mother is now suffering from like a really serious disease that requires treatment that his family can't really afford. And so he's like an all-star quarterback in college. Now, I never really understood the point of like how... Uh, I don't want to be rude, but like sports, how do they work in the 25th century? Why is American football the exact same? It's kind of just never explained. It's just like, well, they still have quarterbacks and humans are doing it. It's like, okay, well, cool. But I mean, we're, we're not saying robots. Definitely robots, right? I mean, 25th century. It's not even just like 30 years from now. Um, but so yeah, he gets the name Booster. He's an all-star quarterback. But his mother is sick. He doesn't have the money. He's a college student. So what he decides to do is he turns to the same vice as his father has, which is, of course, gambling. And he begins to make bets against his own team, purposefully losing games to win money. And so he earns enough money for the treatment, but and his mother is cured, which is great, but... He's a me- he's then arrested and put in jail for breaking all sorts of rules, um, especially with gambling and all that stuff. And he instantly breaks his mother's heart. So like he does think he does a bad thing, but for a good reason, which is kind of like we kind of touched on that with Mister Freeze last week. But it, it's that kind of vibe. So he kind of has to fall out of college. He drops out. He's no longer star quarterback. He loses his whole life, really, of what he had built up to that point just to save his mother. Um, 
fucking ungrateful fucking bitch oh, Jesus fuck <laughs> no, no I think she's very happy about the whole thing she's delighted to be alive unfortunately Michael not doing so well so he's forced to take a part time job at the Metropolis Space Museum and he's down and out and he's on his last leg so he spends a long time at the museum looking after he does night shifts alone at the museum and while he's there on one of the night shifts, he begins to take an interest in 20th century history, particularly superheroes and villains from the 20th century. So all of the heroes that were currently in comic books, he just, they're all in the museum. Like there's statues of Superman, of course, it's in Metropolis. There's statues of Batman, there's statues of Wonder Woman, the Justice League is there, and then all the villains as well. They're all kind of, there's like a history of all of them and all their famous battles. And he's re- he becomes obsessed and he begins to concoct a scheme because he realises that these people are hailed as like, well, they are heroes, but also kind of gods. Like they, they are looked upon, they have museums dedicated to them and people come to see them and worship them and be like, oh my God, they were so amazing. And he's like, everyone hates me and I don't really have anything here anymore. Like I've lost everything. And so he comes up with the plan that he's fed up with where his life is going. And so he goes along and he takes all of little bits of equipment from each stand. So they have like um, like a, a super belt. They've got um, they've got a, a, a shield or a suit. Sorry, that increases your strength. Um, and like they have all of this stuff. That's there, right? And Rip Hunter, Rip Hunter's time machine is there as well, his time sphere. And so uh, the force field belt belonged to Brainiac 5, by the way. He also took a Legion flight ring. So now he can fly, he's got super strength, and he's got a force field. Just from taking pieces of equipment from all the other heroes that are all in the stands. And now he just... Um, he, can, he also then takes wristbands that release force bolts... And at the time, because of the 24th century or the 25th century or whatever, um, there's little robots that fly around. And he has a, there's a little security robot called Skeets that is Booster Gold's, like, it's his Robin. They're like a one-two punch. And so Skeets is there and he's like, Skeets, you're coming with me. And they go back to the 20th century um, because now he's got all of this equipment and he goes back to the 20th century with the plan that he's going to become a real famous hero. And I think that's such a cool origin. Like, that's where he comes from. Like, he just pops out of nowhere. Um, upon arrival in our time, he uses a credit card he had taken from the museum. And he uses it to set himself up uh, until he could make a living of his own. He also adopted the name that was on the credit card, which was Jesus Alvarez. Um and after that he found a place to stay he quickly made use of his stolen technology and how he did this is because he has all these superpowers but Skeets who's the robot he knows what happened in the past so what he does is he thinks okay what day is it it's the 26th of October uh, 1986 right what happened on this day was there a crime in Metropolis, in Gotham? Where's the crime? Who stopped it? How did they stop it? What time did it happen at? And he always gets there five minutes before. So he's always the one that stops all the crimes because he knows they're about to happen. So he's always in the bank before it gets robbed. 
and then he just immediately gets to pop into action and save the day and everyone's like he's a hero that's his plan and through all of this he become he just molds himself into a successful superhero um he also saves the president's life at this point so there was a villain that wanted to kill the president um, and of course, an assassination attempt would be in the in the history book. So he knows the day and the time that it's going to happen. So he, of course, turns up. He saves the president, which I think was Ronald Reagan. Um, and he turns up. He saves the president. And now he's like the most famous hero in the world. He gets the Medal of Honor. It, nobody knows what his name is. They're just like, oh my god, that random new superhero saved them. And Ronald Reagan's like, uh, he's at the press conference, he's like, what's your name? And he gets very nervous, so he wants to call himself Gold Star, because he, t- he likes that name, but he, his nickname was also Booster in college, so when he gets asked, he's like, um, uh, Booster, no, wait, Gold, and then he gets called Booster Gold, that's where his name comes from. Uh, and so he does eventually create a company called Gold Star, uh, just... I mean, as a way to like honor his um his idea, and I think his sister also comes forward in time, and she adopts Gold Star as her hero name. So, Booster Gold is his name just through accident. Um, so all his initial appearances focused on like a corporate celebrity superhero. So he's all about celebrity. Like he just wants to be the most famous celebrity, like the most loved famous celebrity in the world. He doesn't really care about being a hero. Like he, all he wants to do is like be known, um, and because he's just a nobody in his type. So he's like, he comes back here, he wants to be a somebody. He then kind of takes on a different role, and that's where Booster Gold's progression gets so interesting as a character because, like the. He then takes on a much different role, and you'll see this in the story um, in the Justice League Unlimited show. There's an episode called The Greatest Story Never Told, and it's one of my favourite episodes of the show. Um, And how the episode goes, by the way, they adopted then in comic books, uh, they adopted to what this idea was in the show, and because, of course, like Paul Dini and Bruce Tim, they're just fucking geniuses, so stuff that they come up with inevitably ends up in the comic books. So, in the episode, uh, he's not well respected. He's he's a part of the Justice League in the, in the show, and he's like, he's self centered, and he's cocky, and he's just like, He's just a dick. Like, like he's always trying to chat up the girls in the in the team, and he's always like, "Yeah, what's your number?" Like, just a a jock, a jock dickhead is what he is. And so Metropolis is threatened by a powerful entity, right? And the entire Justice League is called in to save the day. Now they're all like, there's a whole idea of like the fight is going on in the background. And Booster's like, this is my big chance, I'm going to make a big fucking moment, I'm going to impress Batman and Superman, and then I'm going to be an A-lister, and then they're going to invite me to all the meetings, and it's going to be great, this is my chance. And they all turn up in Metropolis, and the whole league is there, like, this is a world-ending event. And Booster gets given the job of crowd control. Uh, So he's not allowed to enter the battle, Wonder Woman, before she flies off, is like, you, you sort out the crowd, make sure these people get safely away. And he's like, but I'm, like, a hero. And she kind of looks at him, and she's, like, looking at Superman and, like, her. And she's like, I think we got it. I, th- I think we're okay. You look after the- this area. 
Um, he's there with him, Skeets, and Elongated Man are assigned to crowd control. But then it becomes funnier because Wonder Woman comes back and is like, Elongated Man, we need you. <laughs> and so she brings him into the fight. And so then in the end, it's just Booster and Skeets. And while this is all happening, think they're having like this big battle over there. And on the opposite side, where Booster is, there's like a new crisis that starts to come up. A new world-destroying thing. Uh, a plot he starts to unravel well like he's like these people are looking to bomb the whole area like this is a world ending event it's a completely separate storyline and it's done really well because like it it cuts back to like Wonder Woman and Batman and they're like oh my god this is the most amazing battle we've ever been this is fucking tough like we're all gonna nearly die and then it cuts the booster and he's just like getting dragged into the he's like following one strand like who's that guy and then, like, one guy looks suspicious, so he goes after him, and he ends up in this abandoned house, and he, he just, like, stumbles upon this world-ending thing. He leaves the crowd there. And he's forced, because everybody else is busy, he calls in for help multiple times, but nobody believes him, first of all, that he, they're like, oh, he's just doing it for attention. And secondly, they're like, I'm a bit busy. And so Booster's forced to save the day all by himself, which he does manage to do, and he, like, saves the whole world. However, only the woman who helped him save the world, which was Dr. Tracy Simmons and Skeets, actually believe that he saved the world. And so there's a really cool moment where he saves the world, but he doesn't get any recognition for saving the world from anybody. Like, Batman, I think, even comes back... And, like, scolds him for abandoning his position. He should have been doing crowd control. And that's, like, the crux of the character, of what makes the character so interesting, is that, like, you have a character who does good, but, like, he does good because he wants that recognition. Um, And the character then morphs into somebody, and you'll see it later on, I'm going to touch on it, into, uh, because as it goes on in comic books, they basically make him somebody who can time travel. Like he, he acts as a monitor alongside Rip Hunter of all of the actions that are taking place in the timeline. Very similar to like Loki now, like TVA. But his job is to kind of sort out problems before they happen. And, and they monitor history and they just kind of like try to fix problems behind the scenes, which of course is the opposite of what he wants. So he like more from I want to be a celebrity to a part of a time traveling crew that fix problems behind the scenes with no recognition because nobody knows they even exist. And I think as a character, that that character arc is just really like it's something that I'm really interested in reading. And maybe you're not, but I think as a character, I think it really works. Um. So uh, that's kind of how he morphed into that. But when he first begins, um, he he also then joins the Justice League Unlimited in the late 1980s. Uh, this was run by Maxwell Lord. And this is where he first meets, and I, I wanted to touch on this in the Booster Gold report, his best friend, his, his like... I don't know, think of a famous duo, um, the Olsen twins, he's the other one, one of them is one and the other one is likewise the other one, uh, but <laughs> there has to be, has to be better examples of that, but Booster teams up with Ted Cord, the Blue Beetle, for the first time, and they end up basically just falling in love, but like, not romantic love, they're just, they're soulmates, 
they're just friends, soulmates, and they just understand each other. Ted Cord is also, he's like also read, read a comedic kind of character, a booster's the same, so you put them together, and they're just idiots, but like in the most lovable way. Um, I think there was even a story where they set up a casino at one point as part of the Justice League International. Just, they just start running a casino, um, which makes no sense. But like, there's loads of stories where they just get up the hijinks and mischief, is how I would say. Two devils, is how I would describe them. Um, so eventually he's frustrated at the lack of respect he receives from his teammates. And he's like, I'm going to quit the JLI and I'm going to join my own team called the conglomerate, he makes his own team, and he's like, I'm the, cl- we're part of the conglomerate now, and immediately he realises the conglomerate is a bit shit, and so he leaves the conglomerate, <laughs> and goes back to the JLI with his tail between his legs, because Booster can never win, like, he can never have a win in terms of being, like, famous, or it things working for him in the public eye. Um... <clears throat> his suit is also destroyed uh, during uh, the battle with Doomsday. This is the famous battle where uh, Superman, of course, dies, and uh, he's also a- he's able to no longer function as a superhero. But Ted comes in as the rescue because Ted's a genius, and he builds him a new suit. And there was also another battle where he uh, Booster loses his arm. And Ted then builds him another suit, which served as a life support system and included a cybernetic arm. So that is how close they are. I mean, there's also a story where he gets the arm back, but we're not going to get into that. Um, you know, it's magic. The One writer was like, he loses his arm, it's terrifying. And then like, five months later, another comic book writer came in and was like, let's just have magic. Let's have someone grant a wish or something to give him his arm back, he's fine. Um... So, after uh, the death of Sue Dibney, uh, who this is a character that Sue Dibney's death is like a really instigating factor in a lot of stuff with Justice League around this time, Booster becomes disillusioned with his fellow heroes and he gave up the Booster Gold identity, he returned to his normal life. Um, now, however, the one thing that brings him out of retirement is Ted Cord. Uh, he's close to finding out who's manipulating Core Industries. You, like you can see, Wade Enterprise Core. It's all just superheroes have a big company, and so somebody's involved with Core Industries. Ted Core is like investigating it, and he's like getting to the bottom of there's all this different stuff going on, like Court of Owl style shit. And he's like, what is going on beneath the surface that I kind of missed? And he he brings him out of retirement because. Uh, he's like, I need your help. And so he's like, okay, I'm going to team up with you um, just for one last job. But on this mission, Ted actually dies. And Booster's put in hospital. But, like, Booster then, like, has to go after the people that... to, that kill Ted, and so, like, he makes it his mission, he finds the people that kill Ted, he even, like, brings it his, like, old version of the Justice League, they go and find them, and, I mean, it's a massive battle, where, like, the destruction of his suit happens, is the power source of his suit gets destroyed, he then has to leave the group, and he just, after the battle is done, they win, but he's just like, I want to go home, like, my friend is dead, I've not, like, like I don't want, I didn't even want to do this, I was just helping him out, um, and he does come back when the Blue Beetle Scarab gets put to um, Jamie Reyes um, or, or Jaime Reyes 
Um, but he comes out of retirement then be like what the fuck is going on with the scarab and he finds um he he finds it on uh, Jaime Reyes and he's like come straight to the back F I'm going to take you to Batman and we're going to find this and figure this out and you're going to get trained um so he's even then like after Ted's death he's like still looking after the Blue Beetle he's still like him and the Blue Beetle are always connected no matter who has that suit on he just he thinks of his friend Ted Cord and that kind of brings out the goodness in Booster Gold to be unselfish which is very unlike him um and so uh, I wanted to cover one last story before I went with Booster Gold which was after Superman lost his powers fighting Superboy Prime Booster decided that he was going to step in to fill the void left in Metropolis. And he signed many lucrative sponsorship contracts. He also used Skeet's knowledge of the future to be in exactly the right place at the right time to perform heroic deeds. Um, He also, on at least one occasion, hired an actor to pose as a supervillain and subsequently defeated him. He syndromed them. And... That's the best thing about Booster is that like he doesn't give a shit. He's like, yeah, I'll step in for Superman. I'll sign all these contracts. I'm a big deal. And then he's like, well, I gotta keep it going. Skeets, start fire fu- or coming up with actors and get them to try start robbing banks, and I'll step in. Um, all the information does unfortunately come out when the actor comes forward in an interview on the TV, and Booster's credibility is immediately lost. Um, but Ed. Uh, he does come back, he does save the day eventually, that's like the big joke, he becomes a joke in Metropolis then, but there's also a moment where like there's a nuclear submarine um, that was brought, there's a, a nuclear bomb is basically brought into the middle of Metropolis, and Booster tries to reclaim his former glory by showing up. Uh, to try and save the day. But he has no luck until a different hero called Supernova arrives and Supernova teleports the creature away and then moves the bomb. Uh, Bo- sorry, Booster then manages to get the bomb out of the city and it blows up and he's supposedly killed. He's not actually, but you know, he. what can you do? Uh, he fakes his own death because him and Rip Hunter, who's also his time-travelling partner, um, Rip Hunter comes up with the plan that they're going to fake his death uh, because he and so then it's like this weird like time is a circle event because Rip Hunter explains all this he fakes his death um, because Supernova and you're going to you're going to like this I, you, know, you might not but Supernova is Booster Gold so Booster Gold he in the future he comes back as future he goes back in time as supernova to basically kind of like not only get himself out of trouble in that situation but like to change the timeline because he feels that if he dresses up as supernova he will get respect so he like wears a completely new costume he makes himself a brand new superhero and he goes back to save the day he's a new superhero in metropolis and like there's a lot of stigma attached to the Booster Gold identity that no longer is there. So it's like a weird, like, circle in time in that he's gone back in time to save himself. So the first time we see the story, we're with Booster. And then the second time we see the story, we're with Booster but dressed as Supernova in the same timeline. Um, 
I hope that all makes sense. It's it's like well, I'm sure we've all seen TV shows that have done that. Um, Supernova then also. Uh, the mantle of supernova is then passed to Booster's ancestor in the 21st century called Daniel Carter. So the Booster Gold lineage is always supernova, which is kind of a cool thing. Um, so um, what happens then, until, and lastly, before it goes into the New 52, is that Booster kind of seeks out accepts, acceptance into the Justice League. And he's going to make one last effort. He's like, right, I'm going to try and join the Justice League. Um, Rip Hunter, however, has other plans and attempts to recruit Booster to aid him in repairing the time stream. It's like the TVA. It's literally Loki's plot. However, this would require, and you're going to like this, Booster to sacrifice his reputation and everything that he's built up in this timeline. Because to go with Rip Hunter and the time... And, and like that time traveling team, he would literally have to give up everything. He refuses, and but then when he's trying to get into the Justice League, his certificate electing him into the Justice League turns into Hal Jordan's death certificate, and Booster realizes what's important, and then he kind of has to he brags that like he only petitioned for membership so he could brag about turning them down, <laughs> and so then he like realizes that like. What he finds int- what he finds important isn't important. That's where the really interesting character growth we talked about earlier on happens in the comic books. Because it happened in the Justice League Unlimited show, but this is when the comic books started to reflect that, is that he returns to Rip's lab and he agrees to work with him on one condition. That Rip will allow him to change history to save people important to him. Stating that he wanted to go back in time and save Ted Cord. And so the first thing they do is they go back in time and he saves Ted Cord, his best friend. And he's like, great. But then, of course, because as with all time travel things, it's revealed that without the death of Ted Cord, Max Lord um, uh, takes over. The, he basically kills all of the DCU's heroes. He comes up with his plan and he accomplishes the plan without once Ted Cord is alive whatever knockout effect that has it means Max Lord wins and then loads of other superheroes die and so then Booster has to do the moment where like him and Ted come to the conclusion that like Ted has to now sacrifice himself and there's like it's I love that shit like I really love that when the character's like no don't bring me back to life I need to go back to that moment and die and and they know they're gonna die like it's a really heroic take um, and so they have to return to the time where he's killed by Maxwell Lord in order to save everybody else. Um, and like, that's, I just think that suits, um, sums up Booster so well. And that like, now now what he does is he goes back in time, he saves people. But the first thing he told was he wanted to save his friend. And then he saves them and they have to have this heartbreak and moment where he's like, you have to die. And even then, he's like, Ted, no, you're not dying. We can figure out a different way. And of course, Ted is like a true hero. And he's like, no, I'm going to do it. I'm going to sacrifice myself. There's nothing else to be done. Um, and just lastly, I wanted to cover powers and abilities because I think that kind of covers a lot of the cool traits of Booster. If you haven't heard of him, hopefully you go read a comic book. I would recommend that episode of Justice League Unlimited just because I think it's a fun episode. It's 20 minutes long. Um, powers and abilities. He's got quantum energy physiology, time travel, uh, energy projection, flight, intangibility, 
temporal resistance. His abilities are athletics, business management, gymnastics, hand-to-hand combat, um, and uh, his equipment is he's got the Legion flight ring, which helps him fly. He's got the power suit, which gives him superhuman strength. He's got enhanced durability. He's got force field generation, time travel, gauntlets that provide energy blasts. Uh, he's got enhanced visions, enhanced vision. He's got visor devices. So like that visor has like a, a hood on it that you can kind of like look up different things. Um, and he's got enhanced hearing. Um, but I think that kind of covers a lot of booster gold. And I think he's a character that is often overlooked. He's the greatest hero you've never heard of. And I, I hope you everyone enjoyed the report. Um, if you have a character you'd like us to cover, please send it in on our Instagram, our Facebook, our Twitter. Send us a DM or a, a, an Instagram message. Um, Sean will be returning. Thank the fucking days next week. So he, we will be back, hopefully, with a new episode of at least Hero Zero next week. Um, weird news, I'm not too sure, I'll, I'll let you know, we might have to do another classic, I hope you're all enjoying the classics, once again if you give this a like, uh, add 5 stars on Spotify, that would really really help us out, um, and most importantly, uh, could you just tell one human being that we exist, just the one please, I'm doing both parts, so I have been Connor Lawler, and we shall see you all next week guys, bye! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.